Welcome to Bad Hasbara, the world's most moral podcast. I am your host, Matt Lieb, and I thank you once again for spending some time with me talking about the latest and greatest in Israeli propaganda. What a fun concept for a podcast. You know, as someone who has podcasted for years, and I've done all sorts of podcasts, you know, uh, about The Sopranos about The Wire, about like um, movies and stuff. I have to say, uh, this one, the most depressing, but also the most fun. We're gonna have a, a, a good time talking about some of the wonderful things going on in the Middle East, everyone's favorite region. Um, our guest today is a hilarious podcaster. Uh, you have heard her, if you haven't heard her, on uh, the great podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous, please start listening to it immediately because it is uh, one of the few podcasts I actually listen to. Um, and it's very good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and everyone else, our guest, Shireen Yunus. There we I'm go. Here. Yay. Boom. Hi, bam. Matt. Thanks for having me. Uh, disclaimer, uh, audience, I'm getting over a cold. So, I mean, I always sound kind of off, but I sound yeah. more off today. She, yeah, so. she's on Sudafed. So, if she says something <laughs> a little anti Semitic, that's not what I mean. I mean so the loud. sound of my voice. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but sure. One time, Roseanne Barr uh, took too much Dayquil, I think, and um, started saying racist stuff. So, I understand. If, you know, sometimes yeah. a, a little slips out. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Shireen, um, thank you for coming on this podcast. Uh, Thanks I've, for inviting me. You know, we've we've been homies for a long time. We've talked about this subject for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I want to start off by uh, first asking you, uh, how you doing? How are you holding up? How's the bad? Okay, Real bad. bad. Still Real bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just hard to... to even when you have like moments of good, like with my family, with my nephew or something, right. something will always remind me. Oh, I mean, like, that's a good really thing. I am. Is that where you're going <laughs> to yeah, exactly, do? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we should all, I, I think it, it would be a huge luxury to be able to forget about what's happening. So oh, I'm yeah. not doing too well uh, regarding that. And I'm sick. So no, I'm doing bad, Matt. I'm doing really bad. Fair enough. I mean, listen, I, I it's you know, I, it's Christmas time. It's uh, it's a uh, it's the season of 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 laughter and joy. Um and you're saying that you're against that and I guess that's <laughs> fine. I guess that's fine, you know. I don't know. I I feel like uh maybe the Christmas spirit hasn't hit you yet, you know, like uh I, that's, a, that's a funny thing that you, that you bring a Palestinian up. hospital. My friend was Sorry. like, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you going to see your family? And like, mm -hmm. I really like my family does not give a shit about Christmas. Well, one, mm. we're Muslim. But two, like it never even occurred to me that we all have to. Like, it was just you have the to most, be happy at this time yeah, of the year. Yeah. Um, so who knew after over 30 years of life that I would just realize that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, listen, I think that uh, this is probably the most 
depressing Christmas season that I have had in in my lifetime. Like it, I've been kind of patiently waiting for this like Christmas spirit to take over because I, I love Christmas. I think Christmas yeah, is great. The vibe you know? is, is nice. It's a good vibe. Everyone's yeah. like, you know, there's just kind of this cheer. There is cheer. It feels good. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not anti-Christmas. I'm very pro-Christmas. Um, and I like literally re- we're recording this on December 23rd. Yeah. And I'm like, is it just not going to happen this year? I mean, <laughs> is Santa canceling Christmas? Pieces? There's like that that photo that everyone saw of like a, a nativity scene getting blown to bits. And yeah. like what if there's like if there are Christians, Zionists, which are like most of the Zionists in this country that. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me that you can like watch that and be like, yay, Jesus Christ, still my guy, because that's like literally his hometown. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like literally that'd be like loving Will Smith and then, you know, having people bomb West Philadelphia and yeah. being like, no, I still like the people who bomb West Philadelphia. Like, why? What yeah. the f- fuck? That doesn't make and, sense to me. And as a Jewish person, it, it's like, you know, um, listen, uh we have been trying to avoid the charge of uh, starting a war on Christmas for oh, wow. ever, bro. Forever. Wait, when you we, put it that way, that's really fucking. Funny. Yeah, it's it's like we are desperately trying to be like, no, 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 no. We love Christmas. We love Christmas. You know yeah. what? Let's we're gonna celebrate Hanukkah and we're just gonna make mm. it Christmas. But it's got blue and white lights. You know, like we have been trying so bad to not kill the christmas spirit just to keep peace with our christian neighbors at least you know i'm talking about uh dia- diaspora jews right. uh and israel comes along and is like um you know we're just gonna we're gonna shoot a couple of uh christians praying in a uh church in gaza and then we're gonna pretend- blow up and destroy the oldest church mm-hmm one of the oldest ones on the fucking planet yeah yeah you know and so we have to you know sit here and just be like that's not i'm not doing war on that's mm, you know it's just like you're putting us in a bad spot but that's kind of what they do they like to put me in a bad spot they like to put every jew on earth in the position of apologizing uh for a people who i'm like are we even the same guy i don't think so and that's well that's a little bit of what this um podcast is going to be about in terms of uh talking about some of this week's hasbara because this week has been like um uh i mean ever since the seventh there has been like just the most disgusting and out of touch like comedy content Mm -hmm. coming out from uh israel um, from but soldiers like, that have the time to make fucking TikToks. Yes, exactly. And and it's like gotten to a point where, you know, I just recently where I've like been seeing video after video and I'm just like one of the defining traits of, I think, of Jews, stereotypically, of course. But I believe this, you know, holds up to be sort of true. Um, is that a very funny and self-deprecating people? Right. That's like the stereotype. And I find that is the case for a lot of us. And this is just one of many facets of Israeli society where I'm just like this. It's just like just the 
like plainly one of the most unfunny people that I've ever seen. Just not a shred of humor inside. Humor the, or humility. Or, or humility yeah. or any of the self-deprecation, none of that stuff. And I think it's because a, a lot of where that comes from is, of course, as a defense mechanism from being, you know, uh, a... Uh, diasporic people and from, you know, from dealing with anti-Semitism, you know, from neighbors and all that stuff and not being in power. And I think as soon as you have the, you know, the liberty to become the oppressor, the sense of humor goes away entirely. Um, And so like, you know, this. But you don't know it. Like you still think you're funny. You know what I mean? Like it's you're oblivious to the fact that you're just insufferable yes and i'm like uh, and i'm watching it and i'm just like usually hasbara is very american focused right it's for an american audience it's Mm -hmm. it's it's meant to be funny or not funny but it's meant to be for us it's meant to be like uh something that we're gonna understand a propaganda spin that like vibes with western values they're they're making being pro-zionism a brand like a cool brand (laughs) right but like the shit like this is just something that uh happened recently it was from um this uh well i'll just play it uh this is what is clearly a uh someone who is on the hasbara team <laughs> within israel uh because he's holding a camera but he's wearing you know his idf uh flak jacket and uh this is this is the uh the bit this is the bit they do knocking on a door Oh, no one's home. And we pan out and we see that we see that the joke uh, is that all that's left standing of that building is a door. Yeah, I actually saw that because you tweeted about it uh, just a couple hours ago. And yeah, it makes me so... I mean, that's honestly terrible and one of the least offensive ones I've seen as far yes, as like yes. stupid fucking no, videos there's, go. No, there's, there's thousands of them. It's There's just so many videos of like Israeli TikTok in which it's just like an Israeli woman dressing like an Arab covered in blood and doing and Covered a dance. in dust. And then like yeah. for whatever reason, like blacking out her teeth, like whatever it is, they... they it's really fucking gross. It's, and you'll, you'll also see these videos of like live streamers. They're like, oh, there's a, an oh, Israeli yeah. person. And then they're just very honest and vocal about how they're like, we hate Palestine. You should die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, we should kill the Palestinians. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and you just like, I, I watch this and I go like, you know, it's just like, number one, just a deeply, deeply unfunny people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, number two, I don't think, I think that, the you know being the uh oppressor uh uh in a society like being that has warped the entire um like cultural vibe of like jewish comedy because that's not it's mm-hmm. not jewish comedy to no, me absolutely I look at, not and what i what i say it's is israeli that, like, comedy and is, israel is completely separate Yes, it's just it's just different. It's I'm sorry, but it's just complete. Like I look at that and I go like, this is not 
who this can't be for us it's not landing in the way they want it to it does not land (laughs) listen i love jokes i love gallows humor but i think israelis think that gallows humor is when the hangman does a joke Mm -hmm. they think that oh you know what's really funny is like if you know, you kill a bunch of people and then you go like, oh, no, <laughs> no, I have to clean up the floor. And it's right. like, that's not you're thinking you're thinking of, I think, maybe like parts of a really, you know, uh, like of maybe a Scorsese movie or whatnot. And like, uh, that's not the, why that's funny in that movie is not why it's funny in real life. You know what I yeah. mean? It's no, like 100 percent. It's uh tone deaf and stupid and i mean like the so many people believe that israel was like a gift for the for jews after the holocaust which is not true for i mean you can just look it up but like balfour declaration all this other stuff i think zionism and the establishment of israel in general is rooted in anti-semitism but that's like another thing but when you the israelis now they've never been victims of anything like like most of the israelis now they're just they've always been the occupier, the oppressor, right. the ones with more rights. Yes, and I I think that's just the truly, victim. Yeah, the, vic- the victim of their own hubris, the victim of their apartheid government. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know the 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 victim of terrorists who are doing terrorism for a very specific political purpose that has yes. at the very least a valid. Um, like it, uh, a valid reason for being like a, there's a, there's no part of me as, uh, as someone who's a Jew who doesn't understand resistance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. that's not to say that I'm uh, a pro violence or anything like that, but like the idea that you would look at these people and, you know, s- see them as just in a vacuum terrorists and not, I mean, they. It's kind of stupid because they do see it because they they see their oh, retaliation as valid, course. you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah by yeah. any means. Right. And they, the, the retaliation right. is always uh, when it comes at them terrorism. So it's right. really stupid. Yeah. It's 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 really insane, and it's really like I, I you know I watch something like that, and I'm just like you know. It's one thing to say like, oh, you know, uh, we all uh, we're all indigenous to the land. Like I look at that on its face and I know like, oh, God, like, I'm sorry, but that's you're doing, you know, we're all from well, okay. Africa. <laughs> like, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you just reminded me that Eve Fartlow is trending again. Yeah, I love and when Eve Fartlow trends. Mm. It's beautiful. Uh, also, not our fault that they have like good names for poop puns. Like yeah. uh, Noah Shitsby. Yeah, beautiful. I'm sorry, it's, but yeah. you... Listen, that's not you asked for it. you. Listen, I'm sorry, but you kind of did. You can't go but, around being named Barlow. No. No. I mean, she's the one that really made it a thing, though. Right. But. She kept talking about her hate name. Yeah. They called me Eve Bartlow. <laughs> All her tweets are too good to be true. But the one that's getting a lot of attention now is about mm. her saying she's going to Israel, I'm going home. I'm and going then someone home. like quote tweeting her being like, you were born you were born in Scotland. <laughs> You're from Scotland. <laughs> and she's- then now she's replying, being like, every person that agrees that I'm not indigenous to the land is anti-Semitic. They believe in the genocide of the Jews, all this other of stuff. Of course. It's like, uh, it's- I'm just as indigenous to Israel as she is. That's the truth. Yeah, yes, yes. And, I, and listen, I'm sorry, but this is, I've heard this before. It was a thing that like 
racist housewives used to say in the 90s. They would say, we're all from Africa originally, <laughs> so I don't see color. And you'd be Wait, like, um. I do um. want to read the thing, I think. I just thought. I, oh, her tweets the are, fart low thing? Yeah. The, yes, her please. Her tweets are just. Oh, wow. Okay. When you click on the. This, this is like a very obvious thing. When you click on the trending thing, other things are reminding me of the dumb stuff she says. But she yeah, said no, recently but... that so long, Gen Z. From now on, I call you Gen H Generation Hamas. Yeah. Well, it's another letter. It's... I, I, you know, oh, it's. Okay. Yeah. Never forget mm -hmm. this. Sorry. Okay. This is her tweet from 2013. Uh, March 17th. I hate it when the only seats left on the bus are seats Mexicans just sat in. Like, who wants to feel Latino butt heat when they sit down? Barf face. So, that's who's indigenous, I suppose. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, listen. She was young. She was... Probably not, on DayQuil. She was on, probably on DayQuil. She was probably on Sudafed. <laughs> and she had not yet honed and, you know, targeted her racism yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now she would be horrified that she said that about anyone who wasn't Palestinian. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that I like just, that. At the end, I was like, yeah. wait, and then you, you got it. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, that's what I do. You know, I make jokes and stuff. And the reason for that is because I'm not Israeli. Here's the thing. I'm. I, uh, you make good listen, jokes. You make good jokes because you're not Israeli. Right. That's, what, yeah. you know, I, and, and, and listen, there are good Israeli comedians. They are all leftists. Uh, and uh, I would not put them in the category of, you know, the rest of their country. But they know. They know the amount of fucking hogs who will laugh at the dead over there. Yeah, because and the they're Israeli horrified by it, too. The Israeli government has... When I mentioned earlier that they're victims of... when, Like, yeah, yes, they're, they're victims of the apartheid regime or whatever, but they're also, right. like... So many of them have been brainwashed to truly not think Palestinians and Muslims are human. Right. Like, yeah. it's it's... It's really it's scary because you yes. that's why it's acceptable to blow them up in mass and mm -hmm. just dehumanize them to that level. But OK, I was thinking about this with the knocking on the door video that you shared. Mm -hmm. They're really just proving they're showing their ass like what 100%. kind of indigenous person that sees the land as sacred is right. boasting about destroying ancient buildings or mm. like burning olive trees like the mm -hmm. most the the best uh argument against zionism is truly that if you love the land you wouldn't destroy it yeah yeah no i mean i think that that is 100% true i think the the idea of like tying the zionist project to like a sacred religious love for the land, you know, Ben Gurion going to the beach and kissing the ground and stuff like yeah. that, you know, and standing yeah. on his head and all that. Like this idea of this beautiful sacred promised land thing. It's like one of many myths surrounding Zionism as uh, being anything other than about uh yeah. domination and ethnic cleansing you know like the uh, yes you would not yeah. in that way i'm glad that there are these the videos. holy land yeah but <laughs> you like do you, know, do you know what i mean like in that way i'm glad that they're so oblivious to post this kind of shit because oh, that's that's the truth that's who they are and yes. so real people with with actual brains will see that for what it is yeah but 
so yeah, in a way, it's kind of nice that they're so shameless because I know we're getting it straight from the source. I know it's 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 really like you know again it's this is one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was because I was like oh they're they're so bad at it now yeah. they're so bad they're at it. really bad at it now. they used to be good at it though and and like you know i'll still talk to people who like they were so good at it people are still repeating you know wait the well, same... give me an example i don't, I don't know if i uh, they, were, they were good at it in that like they could get the liberals on board That's true. by being yeah. like we love gay people we are, you know, oh, we, this, this, Chelsea Handler, Noah Shitsby video. Have you seen uh, videos of that going I, around? I just someone just sent that to me right before we started the podcast. And so I'm like, oh, I haven't had time to to see all the the bullshit and all the lies that are, that A are in there. A big part of it is how uh, if gay people need to love Israel because like it's they accept gay people, which is like actually not true. You're not it's, even gay marriages it, are not allowed. Yeah. Gay, you can't get gay married in Israel. Yeah. Just period. You it's cannot. Purest, get, actually, no, that's a really good point. Yeah. They were good at pinkwashing Israel. They've been 100%. really good at that because everyone believes mm-hmm. that Israel loves gay people, which is not true. Right. But Right. That's but good Hasbro, they were I suppose. Very, yes. I mean, it worked. And it, and, yeah. and and it's it works so well that people still repeat the same things now. But the problem is now when someone flies a pride flag in the ruins of a oh residential neighborhood. Yeah. People go, oh, wait. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, not me. <laughs> uh, I, I think I see what this is. Like, you make it obvious. Like, Again, it's they're showing their own ass. Yes, yes. They're, they show Now they're showing their own ass in this way. And, then you know, I've said this, I think, on the last pod, which is that, like, you know, this is what happens when you've been able to, like, uh, shift further and further right wing and do war crimes with impunity is that eventually you're just like you get a little bit rusty at the game because mm-hmm. you've never really had to work that hard you know because no one's really taking you to task anymore so now all of their propaganda sounds so insane and yeah. I have another example um, and this one is uh, so this one is alright water um this is a guy named uh, at Little Buddy Max. Uh, yeah. His his name is Max. He's got uh, Star of David, a heart, mm-hmm. a rainbow flag. Uh, oh, Canada. You know, uh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. So you know, he's a Canadian Zionist. I assume. I don't know. So uh, he is quote tweeting Greta Thunberg. You know her. She is a climate activist uh, mm-hmm. from one of those uh, derby derby places. Where's she from? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's not racist <laughs> to do a Scandinavian voice, okay? I'm doing this fucking Swedish show. Uh, uh, so, she is she is Swedish for the record. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, it's me, Greta Thunberg. No, she's great, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she's a climate activist, and uh, she has been, you know, uh, from the beginning a vocal voice for uh, Palestinians and for ceasefire. And um, she had that octopus in the background. She had the octopus plushie. So she should be tried at the Hague and murdered. Um, But uh, yeah, so she uh, posted climate strike week uh, 279 hashtag uh, Fridays for future hashtag climate strike. And um, 
in Swedish, uh, it says, you know, a big sign in Swedish that says like strike for climate. And mm-hmm. then right next to it is a sign that says free Palestine. Now, a uh, little buddy Max here is quote tweeted it saying Israel leads the world in water recycling at 92 percent solar water uh, heating at 83 percent invented drip <laughs> irrigation revitalized soil uh, damage by autumn- your intro song. Yes, yes, this is <laughs> see, uh, this is literally right. Uh, uh, damage by Ottoman railway and agricultural malpractice received native species like revived, Judean revived. Oh, revived species like uh, um, native uh, revived native species like Judean date palms and wheat strains that went extinct due to colonization. Mm, interesting choice of words. Um, so. Uh, just looking at that, um, this is what, and I'm sure this term exists. I haven't Googled it, but this is like what I would call like greenwashing it. And, it, and, yeah. and it shows, um, uh, there's a few things going on in there in terms of old Israeli Hasbara. Um, so you have the, actually we're really, Israel is great for the climate, you know, mm-hmm. net zero carbon emission. They've never emission. done anything wrong. Yeah. No, exactly. And also, um, you know, like the intro song, uh, the other way they invent <laughs> is they start up wash it. They go like, look at all the things we invented, the cherry yeah. tomato, we're USB. Geniuses. <laughs> yeah, we're geniuses, you know. And um, so I, I, just like looking in, at that now, uh, I, when I saw that, the first thing that I tweeted was, Thank you so much for bringing this out, uh, you know, into the open. Israel does not get enough credit for um, being like the best in the West at banking rainwater. Google West Bank rainwater. (laughs) And uh, so the bit in there that I was doing was essentially um, if you don't know. And I, I always find a lot of people who don't know this stuff, which is why I'm very uh happy to explain mm-hmm. this shit uh is that um israel does not let uh does not let the occupied territories um gather rainwater uh there has been an occupation of water uh since 1967 um since the you know uh the occupation of the west bank and gaza strip uh it is like one of those things where you when you first read about it, you're uh, like, you see it as like a tweet um, mm-hmm. and you go like, uh, I don't know, I, like that, like it, it, you, you that can't, can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. You're like, OK, maybe that's probably like there's like a green of truth. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, you know, then I was looking it up and I found that there is a Snopes article about this and i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna read the snopes article and i gotta say shout out to uh to snopes because i was honestly like surprised at how much actual research that they did into this fucking snopes okay (laughs) so palestinians for for uh, forbidden from collecting rainwater because it's deemed quote israeli property which is crazy just a side note like mm -hmm. they take their land and then they occupy not just the land but the fucking sky like yes (laughs) 
Yes. They literally occupy the sky and the contents of the sky. So they talked about this post and that's claimed uh, rainwater is a property of Israel and Palestinians are forbidden from gathering rainwater. Rainwater is the property of Israel. mm -hmm. That is just that sentence is crazy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it they said uh, it appeared to quote a U.N. report as well. And in this article, not only do they confirm that it was actually taken from a real report by independent human rights organizations uh, submitted to a U.N. body in 2011, which found that Palestinians in the West Bank were not able to gather rainwater for their needs. Um, It not only found that, uh, but it also uh, found like tons of other sources, including from 2017 Amnesty International report titled The Occupation of Water, per the report in the 1967 Israeli military authorities. Uh, in, in, in 1967, Israeli military authorities consolidated complete power over all water resources and water-related infrastructure in the occupied Palestinian te- territories. Uh, military Order 158, and that's something you should look up on your own. It required that all Palestinians get a permit from the Israeli military before constructing any new water installation. And since then, any extraction of water and water infrastructure development has had to go through Israel, which has resulted in, quote, devastating consequences for for Palestinians there, according to Amnesty International. Um, Israel even controls the collection of rainwater through most of the West Bank and rainwater harvesting cisterns owned by Palestinian communities are often destroyed by the Israeli army. So, honestly, shout out to Snopes. (laughs) Like, Snopes is that website that you go to to see if that's actually that lady's titties. You know what I mean? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, not me, not me, but other people who would like want to see titties. Like, yeah, like Snopes is the amount of stuff that I, I used to read on Snopes was always, um, it was always fun little internet rumors. You know what I, you know what I mean? Uh, and like the idea that there are like journalists at Snopes who are like, <laughs> let's dig in and actually doing real journalism. I'm like better than the fucking New York Times. Usually, better than the New York Times. Know? Better than the Washington Post. Better than yeah. most major print journalist, uh, you know, uh, journalistic institutions, and of course, not to mention any 24-hour news network. So you look at that, and then you look at I don't know that that post by our, by our by our little buddy Max, and you just go like the fucking audacity <laughs> to be yeah. like. You know, Israel's actually really good at recycling water. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we don't give it to people <laughs> who are dying of thirst or who are dying of hunger and cannot fucking, you know, grow their own plants. But we're good at recycling it. That's the dumbest. I mean, that's another. Yeah, it's greenwashing in a way. Yeah. You know? It's and it's it's so like you really you really got to have all that. You got to you got to have chutzpah but like an evil version of chutzpah mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah you gotta uh, be what do you call that uh being a, it's like being a piece of shit <laughs> balls of shit yeah 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 balls yeah, of, yeah not yeah, balls yeah. of steel ball, yeah I balls to, of I shit work on that one i'm sorry that was not no funny. no um, but there's where where this but like, is and a, they, they have <laughs> they have uh they're just shameless and they're incorrect 
takes. It's 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 crazy, and it, they stated yeah. it as facts. It's, oh yeah. Yeah, of course they say, well, I mean, you know, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's the same with every bit of Hasbara that they do every bit of like PR about how great Israel is. It's like, if you don't count, you know, uh, the 5 million Palestinians living in apartheid, it is a democracy. That's something that really bothers me about, I mean, this is also the left says this too, but like Mm -hmm. how there was peace before, or like Mm -hmm. there's... Uh, there was a t- period of, of of peace between any of them at any point since Israel's creation, which is just, just simply not true because no, no. the peace in Israel is reliant on the occupation of an entire people. Yes, yes. So I just really hate when anyone mentions like, let's let's just go back to the way it was or whatever it Pre-67, is. Pre sixty seven, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's usually you know how how it goes, and uh, yeah, no people. The amount of like, there's levels to being deprogrammed from Zionism. Mm -hmm. There's multiple levels. Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here with an annoying mid-roll ad that I'm going to be playing until March 17th. Why March 17th, you ask? Well, (laughs) because I'm going to be co-headlining the Sacramento Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m., with my wife, Francesca Fiorentini. I would love it if you all bought your tickets to it. It's going to be really fun. Um, You helped us sell out uh, when we co-headlined the San Francisco Punchline, and now I'm asking for you to... Do it again. That's right. If you're in the Sacramento area or somewhere nearby, um, come to the Sacramento Punchline Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be there. Francesca's going to be there. Uh, Someone else is going to open for us. I don't know who, but someone probably pretty funny. You're going to have a great time, and you can get your tickets right now by either clicking the link uh, that's in the show notes or going to punchlinesack.com and uh, buying your tickets. Do it. And if you can't go, hey, maybe you have friends who are in the area and, you you know, you can tell them like, hey, you like comedy. Come see this guy who does a podcast and his wife who also does a podcast. It'll be great. So, yes, please come. Sacramento Punchline, March 17th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. Come, enjoy, laugh, love. All right. Um, like, I think the beginner level is when you're like, I'm for a two state solution, you know, uh, I would end the occupation in the West bank and in the Gaza strip, you know? And like, that is like, that's something that's like, you're just like, um, you're like a baby Mm anti-Zionist. Like you're not an anti-Zionist, you know, you're just like, um, you're just a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and then. Uh, You know, and you see, like, who's real and who's not based on um, where they claim occupation is happening. (laughs) Because they they don't want to talk shit about Zionism, but they'll say, yes, the the occupation is bad. And, of course, I agree the occupation is bad. The occupation, though, uh, if you are not including the ethnic cleansing of 1948 in your analysis of uh the crimes committed by israel um then you are living in this like fantasy world in which uh everyone is you know like um yeah what everyone was peaceful before 1967 it was just like you know oh the arabs will go to war and then you know how you know how arabs are 
train. You know, they always go to war. <laughs> that's There's, awesome. That's you guys. You're always saying a lot of Akbar and stuff. And we're just like, hey. hey that, that's a different fucking bone I have to pick with everybody because yeah. for some reason, every Arabic phrase is now terrifying to people. And it makes me so angry. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. It's just like uh, you can't you can't say fucking algebra anymore without someone trying to call you anti-Semitic. <laughs> Wait, you know? OK, you're reminding me of something that. Oh, yeah. OK, I watched this documentary called Tentura. Have you seen Tentura from 2022? No, I've not seen Tentura. So you might have seen clips of it. It's basically Maybe I saw clips of Tentura. Uh, it's been going around a little bit just because they, they interviewed, the, the director interviews these ex-Israeli soldiers who fought in the Nakba, mm -hmm. and they're very candid about how they killed everyone in, in this town of Tentura and how oh, it was really like okay. rich. And then there's a guy yes. that like is laughing about how his friend raped a 16-year-old girl. And Right. Yeah, you know, I have seen those clips. Yeah. So the actual documentary was interesting because it's really good. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, well, most, I mean, I, I wish they had more Palestinian voices, but I'm going to get to that in a second mm -hmm. because I didn't know anything about the director until I looked him up. And mm -hmm. in his words, he is the biggest Zionist ever. Oh, and fun. it really confused me because the whole point of the film mm -hmm. is to make Israel acknowledge that the Nakba happened mm -hmm. and that they did do an atrocity and then to move on. And yeah. that's where the line is for him. It's, mm. I'm a Zionist. I can't condemn these old men because, in his words, they're like my grandparents. Yeah. But if we can just, like, build a monument to commemorate yeah, the, no, the people do we land, killed. We'll we do can, a, a land just, acknowledgement. Like, yeah, we can just, like, end this once and for all. It's like, actually, no, it's not going to end with a fucking... <laughs> statue yes this is i think Sorry, one of the just, things it really no, made I, me mad <laughs> no i would be furious too because then you're just like um it'd be like talking about um you know like i think we need to acknowledge what we've done to the native american population like you know a year before the trail of tears you know what i mean <laughs> it's like or like it's like if as it's happening as it's happening it's like if uh christopher columbus's son who <laughs> was like throwing blankets of fucking smallpox on indians and going like man you know we really gotta say like we've done some bad stuff in the past man it's all but it's all in the past that's the important thing to remember like there's like this yeah. this desperate need um, in For Israel, growth. you know, it's like, oh, we're 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 good now. If, even the, if we were yes. bad before, we're good now. And it's like, yeah. no, you're you're not. You yeah, never, because you, you will never be good. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's because you are you are still mid ethnic cleansing. Yeah. You know, like the and, and you've added apartheid on top of that. And I think this is like something that like Israelis desperately desperately want is to fast forward to the part where they are america and they mm -hmm. can uh, do a land acknowledgement and they can do yeah. fucking um you know reservations and give palestinians casinos they they want to fast forward to that part and the problem is is they are still mid-ethnic cleansing and it's not to you know i'm not america's not off the hook by any means for being i you know america is the biggest toughest thug on the block who is responsible for i mean you know if you I mean, talk the about the biggest terrorist organization in my book on the, the planet, biggest so, terrorist organization yeah. a worldwide terrorist organization and 
you know, so they, they're not off the hook by any means. The difference is, is that the, uh, we are all personally on our phones watching the continued mm-hmm. ethnic cleansing and people in Israel are just like, we just want to get to the part where we can pretend that we didn't want this. And yeah, that exactly. had we exactly. been around, we would have stopped it. Can't we get there? It's like peak, peak liberal fucking whiny bullshit. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's one it of will. the reasons I can't stand a liberal Zionist. Cause you are like, you're trying to write the history of being sorry and humble exactly. while you still have a chance to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. And for those that don't know, mm. talking about the Nakba or just even, it's not allowed to be taught in schools. Like People mm. in Israel are taught a very brainwashed, incorrect version of history where mm-hmm. truly they're, they've never done anything wrong and the Arabs have always been bothering them. Like yes. That is essentially what they learn. And so... Yes. The liberal Zionists, as as far as this fucking, I don't want to, I mean, maybe this director is like this, but it just feels like he took one step uh, towards like good with being Mm -hmm. like, actually, we have to talk about the Nakba. It it was a terrible thing we did. We, we, we have committed sins. Yes. Yeah. But he's not going to leave Israel. He's not going to condemn the men that are glorifying rape and murder. He's not Mm going to like, it's... It's it's truly just guilt. It's it's yes. just like trying to absolve himself it's and be like, I'm one of abs- the good ones. I'm one yes. of the good ones. It's trying to absolve yourself from the the the, the guilt, shame. and f- it's trying to frame this as a thing of the past. Yeah. The idea that the brutality was something that was sadly like a one and done thing. <laughs> yeah, a one and done thing that was uh, you know sadly necessary. Um, but also so cruel and, you know, Okay, wait, he said that in the interview, he said it had to happen. Like basically like I, I, it blew my mind because the documentary is parts of it are really powerful and you hear these soldiers like being disgusting and it's, it's truly them showing their asses again, I guess in a way, Yeah. but that's also part of it. It's like, well, it had to happen, but it was bad. I had the I had almost the exact same experience uh, recently with um, a book that I had read years ago uh, by this Haaretz journalist named Ari Shavit. It's called My Promised Land. When I first read the book, it was like I don't know. This was like maybe like a decade ago, um, and I was still you know uh, still in the baby phase of you know well, you've uh, been through all the phases that's right i've been yeah. through all the phases yeah now yeah. i'm now i'm in the phase where i'm, I'm in the like full anarchist phase where yeah. I just, i'm way too <laughs> radicalized <laughs> i do not believe in states and yeah. uh, any status at this point to me is my moral enemy yeah. no but like um uh when i first read it i was like wowed by kind of the candidness at which he would mm. talk about the Nakba mm-hmm. and and at which he would talk about the brave like the um atrocities committed that he saw that he witnessed personally like wow. in Gaza he served in Gaza uh you know as part of the uh, IDF and you know he had thoughts of being like a um conscientious objector slash you know going to prison and whatnot but then he decided you know i i yeah i want to be a journalist i should go there and experience it and then write it down and he in it like he it was the most candidate i had ever heard an israeli be about a nazi comparison you know and he said that you know of course you know we're not the same 
uh, uh, or he said, of course we are different than the Nazis, but the problem is what I experienced there in Gaza is I realized we're not different enough. That Whoa. it was the closest that I'd seen someone like just being real mm -hmm. about the fact that like this, you know, ban on comparing anything to the Nazis, uh, you know, with regards to Israel is like, this is the first time I'd see someone like take that yeah. and say, no, nah, fuck that. And he's um, probably one of the only people that can do that. What's that? He's probably one of the only people that can do that. You know what well, I mean? Well, right. I mean, like, especially, you know, an Israeli, I think, is is like, you know, I just had never seen that yeah. before. And um, and I was like, you know, after the seventh, you know, I was like, I'm going to like revisit this fucking book. Mm -hmm. And I was reading it again. And I was like, wait a second. He was doing exactly what you're describing the director of this documentary doing. I realized as I, I like at the time that I had read it the first time, I was still in the space where I was like, you know, Israel did what it, uh, you know, Israel, what it did in the past was, of course, awful. But what we really should be focusing on is peace. 1967 yeah. and peace and all that. And then as I was like going through this book more and more. It was just like, well, what do you, what can you do with these people? As right. I was like getting, and I was like, wait well. a second, I agreed with this. And then, and then I was like, but there's so many parts in it that were just like, so mm -hmm. like honest and like, and I was like, yeah. And then it would, you it would get to this part where you would just, he would just basically say that, you know, at the end of the day, it's, if it's them or us, it's gotta be us. And I'm like, exactly. Ugh, exactly. Ugh. And then. Uh, I was like, like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, is he on t fucking Instagram? And then I went on Instagram and, um, he did like a whole video talking about, um, it, like just all Hasbara talking points, every single one, you know, on the seventh, uh, this happened. And, uh, let me tell you about what Hamas, uh, is, talking about um, Hamas is an agent is a, uh, you know, is a terrorist organization yeah, that is committed. Yeah. Co yeah. Proxy for Iran committed to the destruction of all Jews of the world. And I'm just like, I can't believe this, but you wrote the part in the book where you said not, you said you were Nazis. You said it yeah. in the book. I mean, I'm glad that was the takeaway you've had all these years though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the parts that, that, that rang, you know, that, that affected me were the parts that were the, I think, yeah. honestly, the most honest and, and the ones you uh, needed to hear at the time. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, like he, he had these like critiques of like Israeli peaceniks. And I took mm. that as kind of like a, um, a critique of their ineffectiveness and why they were ineffective. And I mean, it, and it was, but I realized that what his his critique was was that they weren't pragmatic enough and they weren't honest enough about the enemy that we're facing yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh no no oh, that's a big yikes I, it's it, a big yikes dog uh, it's I a mean, big because you you realize that the, there's like the biggest and hardest hurdle i think for a lot of you know israelis is like coming to the point where you are having to not only face, you know, the, all the actions, shame, like all, it's, yeah, it's all shame. It's all, it's, it's all shame, but, it, but, but then having to not place it as 
the, uh, something that only happened in the past and having mm-hmm. to, you know, basically put yourself in a position which, you know, you feel is an impossible position, which is to tell all your Israeli neighbors like, uh, guys, this is apartheid and it can't it can't stand anymore. And the truth of it is, is that, you know, we can't we cannot sustain this without um, the end of what we deem as a Jewish state mm-hmm. and and what they deem as a Jewish state, I think, is the big problem here, because yeah. what they deem as a Jewish state is a state in which there is a population control. And yeah. I think you can't that's completely unsustainable. You can fucking still be, a you know, a state that has Jewish names and Jewish leaders and all that stuff and not have apartheid. Mm-hmm. You can still do that. Well, that is something that I really uh, I hate that they did this well, but mm-hmm. the f- Israel's flag is truly some of their greatest branding because that's probably it has, the best Hezbara. It has this holy symbol on it that mm-hmm. so many people are, are deem sacred. I even deem yeah. it like somewhat sacred because, like, I recognize that it's powerful. You know, yeah. It's a so religious I understand. Symbol. Yeah. yeah. So when you see that flag getting boycotted or burned, or like when you see someone like put an X through it, it triggers something in people that don't know better, and that's right. what they want. Like that's yeah. that, it's 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 it the triggers, most... it triggers something in kind of like people who care mm-hmm. about things like you know not desecrating someone's religion, and the problem is is that. That is not actually what they're doing in the act yeah. of burning an Israeli flag. Uh, but, you know, I mean, the fact that they chose that for the flag is evil and ingenious and really infuriating because they've they've forever entrenched themselves in a religion that they have nothing. I mean, it's it's truly not about religion anymore. It's a, it's an ethno state that yeah. is yes. that was literally based in, in anti-semitism from the start like mm-hmm. arthur balfour hated jews and didn't mm-hmm. want them to come to britain so mm-hmm. he was like go here like yeah. that's zionism yeah 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 and it, it's also you know i think for me i look at zionism um based on the excuses of um the justifications for its existence by american zionists specifically um and that justification um uh, well, let me just say this. I look at Zionism as defeatism. Mm. Zionism is absolutely defeatism. People justify in America, um, they justify the existence of Israel and the need for the existence of Israel as that place that we're going to need to go inevitably. One day, they're all going to come after us. It's going to happen. And we're, we're going to need Israel you know, to, you know, to go to and to bail us out. And to me, uh, I look at the people who support like phrases by Biden, like there's not one single Jew safe in the world uh, without Israel and supporting that and being like, well, he just understands his history. He just understands his history. He understands that no Jew is safe. And I I realize that I'm like, uh, the question I guess I would pose to them is like, okay, if an anti-Semitic president uh, came to power, and an anti-Semitic Congress and you know Senate and all that stuff, and they uh, forcefully uh, deported all Jews to Israel, would that be a good thing? Mm-hmm. Or because if you don't think that would be a good thing, is it's because you're like, no, because I'm not. Fr- I I live here. I'm being <laughs> deprived of 
of you know my my land my place of birth my place where my fucking ancestors are my mother my father my mm -hmm. grandfather you know like okay so to me i look at this and i go like so if you if you actually think that israel's whole purpose whole existence is for you to someday you or your children your grandchildren someday are gonna have to go to then you're a fucking defeatist That's that that point. is your way of saying that like at some point no matter what we're always going to be the victim we're always going there they're always going to come after us mm -hmm. no matter fucking what and i will defend my fucking contingency plan by any means necessary it means it doesn't matter how many fucking palestinians get killed i still will one day someone i'm related to is going to need to go there and i'm like that is fucking it's not only disgusting for obvious reasons you would let people die just in case <laughs> but <laughs> i've never i've never thought of it this way so this yeah. is a really it's a great argument because it's like it's i your thought you guys were were the like, chosen people. Like I, and like, I thought also social justice is a big thing of the, like, yeah. you know, Israel's whole fucking Hasbara plan, you know, w with trying to get uh, liberal Americans is like, we believe in social justice. <laughs> and I'm like, you believe in it to an extent uh, that, uh, you know, you would let all these people die just to defend the idea that someday you might need to fucking hide out because no matter what you do. Uh, you're like you're giving up. That's you giving yeah. up as it's really a Jewish person. All the tenets of Judaism to begin with. Oh, of like, course, it's, of it's course, it is pathetic. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like I just I look at the like I'm giving up thing of like uh, of this contingency plan that we all have, and I I just look at it as like complete defeatism. Yeah, just complete fucking like no, you know, at some point we're just gonna. There's nothing we can do about it. They're gonna kick us out or try to kill us, and I and I I can't help but look at that and just be like, I don't know how many of you actually believe that. Yeah, it's a double edged really sword don't. though, because at the same time they're saying Arabs will always want to kill us, and you yes. know what I mean. Arabs will yeah. always be barbaric and evil, and mm -hmm. and they will never change. So yeah. it's we got to make sure that yeah. you know, and that's like the worst part is that it's like. Okay, so wait, so so someday the Nazis are going to take over America and they're going to fucking try to kill all the Jews. So then we're going to go over to Israel and Israel is still unsafe because it is filled with uh, surrounded by Arabs who hate it. So are you saying we have to kill all the fucking Arabs in the Middle East so that we can be safe? So one day when America <laughs> becomes Nazi, like there's so many steps removed all to justify yeah. this. If we're being honest, this like fucking, um, you know, this like club med, this, 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 uh, you know, for Americans, for American Zionists, it's like, this is a fucking club, an exclusive club that you don't want to let go of because you've made up some reasons in your head why it's necessary. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's a great way to put it. And I've never thought of it that way. And I'm going to think about it that way for now, from now on, but mm -hmm. to go back to the idea that it ended, mm -hmm. I think or like it was like a one and done thing people are for like it and also like comparing it to the holocaust all that stuff i, yeah. I think people don't realize that this is the genocide didn't start 
two months ago. It's, right. It's been it's been a slow genocide yes, for almost yes, a century. Yes. Yes. And I mean, by design, I, by design. The, the, why are we comparing you know, atrocities? Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever even heard. Like, are, why do yeah. we do that? Why do we do that? It's like yeah. we don't want to. Like really, like what is that game where it's like, but we had it worse. Okay, you guys suffered too, but why does that negate a I'll tell you why. century-long genocide? <laughs> I I'll tell you why, um, because the whole by design, the whole plan of uh, Zionism with regards to taking over the land was supposed to be gradual because it was mm-hmm. the only way that they could justify it exactly uh, like ben gurian uh literally said and like you know uh, uh those uh, you know in his cadre uh were saying like the, the world is not gonna like it if we just go in and you know fucking <laughs> we go to a holocaust essentially we gotta do our good hasbro Yeah. uh, And it's they uh, initially it was going to be about a a, uh, just an immigration plan to Mm -hmm. eventually overwhelm the demographics there to also in their words, colonization. Yes. And in their words, colonization. Um, And, uh, you know, in order to overwhelm the population uh, and and overtake them demographically. Uh, Once the state of Israel was then, you know, created, um, then it became a war and it became they saw villages that they said in order for us to at least have a contiguous fucking strip of land here we're gonna have to do some massacres we're gonna have to fucking you know uh kill oh, everyone no. in dare you see people are fighting gonna... us because we're taking their homes like it's right. like <laughs> right or or we are uh, people are mad at us because uh the the people who fled uh we now own their homes <laughs> you know framing just... it as a war even then is fucking bullshit like, yes it's... Yes, it really makes me but, mad. At but to 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 your point about like you know why why this comparison, mm-hmm. their 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 whole thing is is that listen we the reason we didn't uh, uh this is the reason we're trying to do it slowly is so that it can be palatable and mm-hmm. so every time someone calls this a genocide they get mad they say no we're specifically not we could if we wanted to kill they will say this out loud we could if we wanted to yeah, wipe them a, all out kill that is them an all. argument that i've seen too they've, many times they've literally said this and the, you know and they say it as just kind of like well see we're not doing a genocide <laughs> but what they're mad about is the fact that people are calling them on their fucking bullshit uh plan which is to do this fucking ethnic cleansing and genocide but slowly mm-hmm. do it so it's palatable and when people say this is not palatable. They get mad about it because they're like, what the hell, man? Like, we're trying to do it like gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing tr- it like America did. Yeah, we're trying to be nice about it. Like, yeah. we're we're not trying to fucking, we're not trying to do Nazi Germany. We're trying to do America. We will poison the native population. We will, we will deprive them of their rights and their freedoms. We will uh, dehumanize them and call them savages. And we will, you know, turn the world world against them uh and will kill them you know through guns and disease also using not- very similar tactics from the holocaust like of co- well of course they yeah. are yeah i mean they yeah. you they'll, they'll use the tactics the, the one thing they avoid is the death camp 
you know, the specific death camp machine. And they say, well, that means we can do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. As long as we're not doing that. It's like uh, one of the things that I've been saying is, you know, they, they say things like essentially what they're saying is like, hey, listen, it's not a genocide until we kill yeah. all of them. That's what, a crazy and once, <laughs> once we kill all of them, then you can be mad. And Another like, argument that is ridiculous is yeah. they always cite the population growth of Palestine being like, oh, if it yes. was a genocide, why are there so many Palestinians still being born? Why, yeah. Why? Well, uh, how come they're still having babies? And it's like, like <laughs> that is not what a genocide is. Like, it's, yeah, it's literally well, like, I mean, genocide is in my, in my yeah. view, Mm-hmm. Based on the intent of the genocider, like that no, is of course. where that's the pinnacle. That, that's where it starts. No, it it is absolutely genocide. Uh, yeah. What what is happening? I think the the with them, they are saying, uh, it's not a it, it it's not a holocaust. Is what they're saying. They get triggered and, when we, they hear the word holocaust, and Zionists get triggered when they. Because people are calling Gaza an open air concentration camp. Right. And a lot of Zionists find that offensive because how dare you compare that right. to Their whole actual concentration is, It's camps. not that bad. We have actively taken measures to make this palatable to you. Mm-hmm. And you're not falling for it. Yeah. <laughs> like That's why they're pissed. And, that's and true. That, it's really true. That's uh, why this uh, podcast exists. <laughs> that is why it exists. But, uh, you know, it also exists... For this very last bit uh, that I'm going to do, I like to do at the end of all these podcasts, a little palate cleanser. Um, this is some great art. Um, do you remember there is a list guy? A list guy. He was the one who he went into, uh, I think it was Al Shifa. Um, oh, the uh, list guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, hospital. That, that and he found dumbass. a calendar. Yeah. The one with all the... the the Hamas uh, yes. schedules and yes. the, the hostages <laughs> yeah. that they're guarding. Yes, yeah. This is a schedule of, of hostages we're guarding. Uh, yeah, so um, someone made this online and I just wanted to post it. Um, play it for us here as a palate okay. cleanser to make us, you know, calm mm-hmm. and feel good to go into this Christmas not <laughs> seething with fucking rage. So I'll play some of it okay. right now. This list in Arabic... In our big this list says Hamas 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 That's amazing. Isn't that nice? Isn't that's um, that's real. That's good. Also, I love that they included the the strong in the yeah yeah. They, they did Hamas. the Israeli yeah. They did yeah. that. I like that. I like that. That's really good. That's great. Yeah. So shout out to the creator that I you know it was reposted so many times. I didn't see who the originator was because Twitter fucking sucks now, and you can't mm-hmm. see who did the original post. Um, but whoever made that, shout out to you. Uh, and shout out for that nice KH sound at the mm-hmm. beginning of Hamas. <laughs> um, Shireen, thank you so much for coming on Bad Hezbara and talking about some Hezbara with me. That was that was a nice uh, venting session. So you're welcome. Good. And That's thank you for. for having me. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. You're wonderful. People can listen to you on Ethnically Ambiguous. Is that right? Yes, they can listen to me ethically ambiguous. I also am one of the rotating hosts of It Could Happen Here, 
and great show. Uh, I'm also a filmmaker, but like in quotes because I haven't made a film in a while. So well, listen, yeah. art sometimes is a process. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I, I made one this year. I don't know why I'm being so annoying. Yeah, but, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> uh, my point is. You're that, a filmmaker. That doesn't matter, and you're a actually. No, no, no. Okay. That doesn't matter. I, I think my takeaway is just to have people keep talking about Palestine and, uh, yeah, follow accounts and Palestinians that are uh, sharing what's happening. I think yeah. that is what uh, all of our responsibility as consumers of social media right now yes. is uh, to not let it become something that we used to talk about. A hundred percent. I completely agree. And that is one of the reasons I want to, the many reasons that I started this podcast is because I feel like we uh, have short attention spans and I worry Mm -hmm. that people will, um, you know, move on. And uh, personally, I don't want that because at the end of the day, I, uh, I love Palestinians. I love yeah. uh, you know uh, people. It's I human love children. To care. Like it's it's a human thing to care, and I, I like, think uh, I like alive children so much. Yeah. Like I have a child, and uh, mm-hmm. if I have and to she's see, really cute. She's, really, she's cute. really fucking cute. And I have to, if I have to see one more dead child, um, I'm uh, I'm going to set myself on fire. So oh, no, no, I won't do that. But okay. you know, it's uh, yeah. The anyways. desire will be there. Point is. I'm so grateful for you and I'm grateful for the stuff that um, you guys uh, have been talking about. I'm very grateful for you. I hope you know that. I think Mm. you're one of the few people that has been able to like make me laugh (laughs) during all of this stupidness (laughs) because it's like, oh, you're like scrolling through fucking Instagram, this black hole of hell. Hell. And uh, and then then I get to one of your videos and it's like, Matt's doing his thing again. Great. Thanks. Uh, I, well, I, nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I'm glad. And also, I, yeah. I really do think anti-Zionist Jewish people are essential to the liberation of Palestine. So well, I think I'm really grateful for you as well. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I I uh, I think the fact that we're essential. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily think that we are essential. But I guess what I mean is, uh, I. I'm always made uncomfortable by that idea just because of the fact that it's it's because Israel is so good at making anyone who is not Jewish feel scared yeah. uh, that they will be called out for anti-Semitism, that it really is incumbent upon Jewish people of conscious uh, conscience in this, uh, you know, in the diaspora and, and yeah. in Israel it's incumbent on us to say shit because we are the only ones who were that that accusation of anti-Semitism doesn't stick to as well. We still get it. Yeah. Oh, now you're not time. Jewish though, but now you're not right. really no, you're going to be excommunicated. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the, 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 truthfully, I'm a secular Jew. I'm only Jewish enough to displace a Palestinian family if mm. I wanted to. Yeah. And uh, that is not Jewish enough for everyone uh, who's a Zionist, but for some reason Jewish enough for the Zionist state of Israel. <laughs> so that is the contradiction we yeah. live in. Ba, I guess ba, what da. I meant by essential, this is like a little disclaimer. No, 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 of course. No, no, is yes. Is that I think it's really important to have people unpack how they no, unlearn Zionism. Because 100%. I, 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 like I agree Gab- with Gabor you. Gabor Mate, is that how you say his name? Yeah, uh, Gabor Mate. He's one of the 
most powerful Gabor. speakers, Gabor. Uh, mm. He's like, he talks about this so eloquently and emotionally and well because he knows how terrible it is and he's unlearned it and he's felt the same things that you have yes. felt. Yes. And, I th- yeah. and he's and, a Holocaust you know, survivor. And, uh, shout out to uh, his uh, son, Daniel, who I uh, spent. Um, uh, Hanukkah with uh, this oh, year. Nice. Uh, did a, he did a little Hanukkah thing? Um, he was flew over to Los Angeles and we hung That's out so and nice. had a okay. nice little anti-Zionist Hanukkah. Not scheduled, but my cat is getting into my desk, so this will, this can be the ending. Oh, let's! I love ending with a cat. Well. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Thank Thanks you, Shereen, for, for coming me. on. Thank you, Kitty Cat, for being adorable. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash fraudcast, fraudcast at gmail.com. If you want to uh, email us with any questions, comments, and concerns, F-R-O-T-C-A-S-T uh, at gmail.com. Uh, for those of you who are just listening to this podcast and don't listen to any of the other ones, you're probably confused as to why uh, the email address is uh, named after Frotage. But... Uh, <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon and find out. All right, everyone. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, there is a list. Jumping jacks was us. Push-ups was us. Krav Maga us. All karate us. Taking Molly us. Michael Jackson us. Yamaha keyboards us. Jar Jumping's not us. Andor was us. Heath Ledger Joker us. Endless Red Success. Shit.